Let's, let's start up, let's start this off with the horns. Gunshots. It's only must. You know. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are back. The Council Boys are back. First season two. And I'm pretty hyped. It's a nice time off, but it's good to be back and bring you more video game news and announcements. I am joined with the homies, of course, Mr. But we're changing it now. Yeah, no, it's 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 no longer you know the vibes, man. Like it's 2020. It's a new decade. It's a new year. It's a new vision. You know, we starting with love this year. So it's Mr. Love this year. So AD. So we're gonna say AD um, Love. AD Love. <laughs> <laughs> Joined by AD Love. Yeah. The homie Mikey B. I took the train to Deliverville today. You know who's from also from Libertyville? Tom Morello. Very good. That was my one Libertyville fact that I knew. <laughs> Who is that? He's, he's the lead guitarist of Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's that's a good fact. Solid. I'm pretty hyped to see if they actually do open for Co- in Coachella. It's a comeback thing. But yeah, so we're back, season two. I'm pretty hyped. Um, but we do have some housekeeping to bring up, and it's kind of important. So. We are changing the schedule for 2020 now. But there, there's with, with good reason. Yes, very good reason. Um, but yeah, so we're going to start doing these bi-weekly. So not the weekly council boys consumption, but you'll hear us twice a month. And we're going to try to shorten the episodes up. We're going to try to be a little more focused on topics and um, yeah, keep it quick. Easy for you to consume. All that said, it's like, it's all for the sake of quality. Like we want to, you know, up the audio. Cause I know that's, that was, that was something that we fought a lot last year, getting this thing, you know, going, but you know, we got a system now. Ho- hopefully that will, that will work so we can get better sound quality and then, you know, sort of episode. So it's a little bit more concise. Like I imagine this first episode might l- run a little bit longer, but, uh, yeah, but I mean, what we're shooting for like 45, 30, 30 minute episodes, just quick little nuggets. And we'll be filling out like on social media with like other, you know, cool things of the ongoings in the gaming world. So you're not going to miss much. Like we're still giving you that sweet goodness. We're trying to hit that high quality for 2020. So high quality, more effective content. And we'll see how it goes. Um I'm also pretty hyped that we're taking this approach just to see because, you know, we're trying to reach the masses. So yeah. if you're still listening and haven't told your friends yet, what are you waiting for? Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell everybody. We, we trying to everyone's welcome to the council, boys. You know, wow. we're inclusive here. We want you. We're trying to get everybody and anybody to come back to the arcade. We coming back. Back to the arcade. The season two premiere title. Yes, 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 yes. Alrighty. So, fellas, in our traditional episode style, what did we play this weekend? Now, our weekend was a little longer than two days. You could, you could say it was an extended little, <laughs> extended little break. Weekend. So, let's get into what we played. Who wants to start us off? I'll go. Sure. So, the main game I played over this two-week break, we'll call it. Call it was uh, Luigi's Mansion. I am liking it quite a bit. It's 
graphically, it's probably the best looking Switch game I've seen. Yeah, it's nice. It's really, yeah, it's a real pretty game. The controls of the game took me a little bit to get used to. It's because it's set up like a twin stick shooter where like you use like the right to move and the left to kind of like point the poltergeist. And that was that was a little tricky for me initially, but once you get it down, I'll, it's 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 easier to, it's easier to pick up. Yeah. And I kind of like they added like that like the slam tactic when you actually like grab the ghost, you could slam them, and then you could slam them into each other. So there's like a little bit of like more depth to it, dude. From from the gameplay that I've seen, yo, you're straight up manhandling these <laughs> yeah, ghosts. Dude. I was like, yo, <laughs> Luigi. Yeah, how far'd you get? I right now I think I'm in my first themed floor. Mm-hmm. I think it's I believe it's gonna be like castle or like mid or uh, oh like medieval. medieval. Yeah, thank you, medieval yeah. based theme. Yeah, so that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. And then I really like the first like major boss I played. Was I the, really uh, the grand piano? It was right? the grand piano. That's why I I like that. Like these boss battles are like long, mm-hmm. like they're in depth and they have like multiple stages to them. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's it's not just like three hits and I'm out, which is like I guess I feel like more traditional like Mario mm-hmm. games are when you play as a boss. So I'm, I'm I'm enjoying that aspect quite a bit. Yeah, they get a lot cooler as you keep going, and there's like a, the puzzles to it are pretty cool too. And you're trying to find all these gems, so I can I can back Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, exactly. That's like the like the hidden uh, extra of this game is like you mm-hmm. could just kind of like bulldoze it through, like find the floor, complete like the main mission. But mm-hmm. if you really take your time, you could find gems and coins. Mm-hmm. And I actually find out that like coins actually do have some value really? before. Oh, because you could buy stuff from the store. Oh yeah, from that little guy's. Like, yeah, before I was like, I have like I have like five G's and like <laughs> coins and like. Yeah. Is this just like a high score machine? But now there's actually gameplay involved with it. Yeah. With the store, so I literally like that quite a bit. Nice. The other game I've been uh, focusing on is, it's, it's a game I can't get rid of. It's Super Mega Baseball. Yep, dude, you gotta you gotta go to the fall, you always fall back to the classics, man. Like you need that just nice game, that just it it always hits, man. It's fun and you don't have to think a lot about it. Yeah, you can kind of just get like, oh, let me get like a couple innings, let me get like a quick game in, or you can try to win like the championship. Which I'm trying to thirty and six so far. Nice. You do like the really long one. Yeah, which could have been a mistake because I picked like the 48 game season. I wish I five chosen like 24 or, or, or less. <laughs> yeah. So I still have like about 10 or 11 more games to go. But I'm, I like, I really like it because of the custom, but you could customize the settings at any point in the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, say I'm playing a game, and it's like, oh, I'm up five, nothing. This is, and at, at some point it gets a little bit boring where there's not like a challenge. So, like, hmm, I can up the pitching. So now the computer actually hits a little bit better or I cut up my hitting so the pitcher pitches a little bit harder to me. So, And I like that you could change that inning one, inning two, inning three, often like the nine. So it's like always a, you always could adapt the game to like the, to find that perfect balance where it's like challenging, like you could lose or you cannot. I, I really want that like 50-50 like, hey, the game was like 6-5 in the bottom of the ninth. And like I had to get the hit to win, or I or it was two guys on, and I had to strike the guy out for the win. I really want that like razor thin, like fifty fifty chat of like I'm gonna lose this game or win this game. You wanted to have it so that you could still make the championship, but it's like it's gonna be hard. I was like, I want, I want this, I want that artificial struggle to be real. <laughs> I when I played that, I did the complete opposite and just kept it low. You just, just bulldoze, bulldoze through. I picked like, the powerhouse team. I'm like, it was medium. I'll just like cranking, cranking it out and won the World Series or whatever. It's pretty dope. What uh, what's that? What else were you playing? 
I think that was it. I think those are like the two big games I've been playing for most of the break. I don't think I've played much mobile game beyond this me taking my Switch on the train. Oh, the mobile the mobile maestro wasn't playing mobile games. I don't think I, I think my headphones glitched. I don't know if I heard that correctly. The mobile maestro isn't playing mobile games. Cue some sound effects for that. One. What what is going? We need a the Wayne's World. <laughs> nah, I get it. Um, yeah, cool, man. Um, Ad, what were you playing? What was I playing over break? So um, I jumped back into Fortnite, mostly because of the Star Wars event that was going on. And I don't know what it is about this game, but if there's ever an opportunity to get free like loot, I'm in, dude. Like I'm logging in, man. I'm updating. I'm logging in. So I got like the the um, the Millennial Falcon, the Millennium Falcon. Ugh, can't talk. <laughs> it's been a while, but uh, I got that little you know pair suit, and then like I just did the event to get all the other free Star Wars stuff, which was super cool. And then surprisingly, the lightsabers that they added into the game, incredibly broken. They they broke the game because if you had one, you pretty much That's just sad. you yeah you like sir like if you got two people shooting at you, you might have a challenge, but. You when you block with the lightsaber, you deflect any fire. And like, yeah, there's 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 a certain point where like your guard will be broken, but with that, you can pr- probably close the distance from you know where you were where you were getting shot at, or like just build up a defense in in your your set. But the lightsaber play was surprisingly good, and I'm sitting here like, yo. I wish this was like pre Disney, pre like EA Dice, like owning all the rights to like Star Wars games because someone needs to make a Star Wars game in Unreal, uh, the Unreal Engine because it felt really good. But nah, dude. Um, yeah, Fortnite. It's been really fun again. Like, um, it's it's like the season three era, season four era when I originally had hopped into it and I was having a blast, man. Um, outside of that, I started Final Fantasy uh, a, Realm Re- a Realm Reborn, just because I, um, it was it was brought up in the the Game Awards, and I, like I've had friends that have always played it, and I decided to hop in. It's interesting. It's a it's a very classic styled MMO. Um, I haven't gotten too far in the story, but. I mean, <laughs> I made my my main character a bunny girl. So, I mean, dude, I'm living my best life, man. That's what you I'm got out, to. I'm out here being a bunny thought. So, like, dude, um, <laughs> what more can you ask for in a game, dude? <laughs> like, I made, dude, I made her the bunny race and she's, like, extremely tall. And it's, like, she just towers over all the other characters. <laughs> I don't know what this says about me personally, but, man, <laughs> it says something. I don't know, but... We'll we'll dive into the deeper darker throughout this this season of the podcast. It's going to be another show. It's like <laughs> like a deep deep dive on like why we do things in games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like why I'm always why am I typically picking like a female character in a game? I don't know, man. We're, we we Let's got talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Final Fantasy I've been playing, and then um, a little bit of Black Desert Online, the MMO mobile game. Um, so having a Decent amount of fun with that. Uh, I know that I had a tryhard Tuesday where I, I showed some gameplay. Then I we, we were talking about it a little bit. Um, 
back before the break. And then the last thing that I've been playing is uh, Titanfall 2. Um, that game's really good. Like, yeah, but it was free on um PSN for December, and dude, it it's stellar. Like, uh, I played a little bit of both, so primarily the story, but I did have some matches hopping into the multiplayer, and dude, I understand now why. Apex is as polished as it is because they had a lot of great they had a great base to kind of like understand like what works like the game like the game and gunplay is quick and snappy like the mobility it's not as good as Apex like I really think that they they mastered the mobility in Apex which most other shooters nowadays feel really slow and sluggish because of that but it respawn knows what they're doing and I think EA understands that, and I hope they let them do a lot more. You think they're slower just because they want to give you more of like a realistic sort of vibe to it? Mm. Probably. Like, like Battlefield um, was pretty slow. Like, I, I definitely don't think like every game should have that the ability to just move like that, but like, it definitely adds something that when you go like. I remember when I first started playing Titanfall, I was still kind of like messing around with um, with Destiny a little bit. So I'd go play Titanfall 2, and then I'd hop on on Destiny, and it's like, Destiny just feels slow. Yeah. And it, it's actually annoying. And it's like, for a game like Destiny, it's like, I could see them implementing some of the, some of the, like, the moving around, and it, it'd make this game a little bit better. But, yeah, dude, I, I, I had a blast over my break. I played... Uh, quite a few things yeah that's awesome I, I played titanfall for a little bit yeah. not like recently but before like when it came out yeah, it's so. pretty fun but i kind of moved away from it yeah so joss what, what what did you play over the break too much man uh i don't know if uh anybody remembers but i did the ig takeover yeah dude i, I was like wait was that during that was the during break? the break yeah yeah five games uh they're all on instagram uh rundown was uh uh, the Untitled Goose Game, Gears 5, um, My Friend Pedro. That took me so long when I made that video. My Friend Pedro. Like, five, say that five times fast. Um, but you're Hispanic, dog. What you mean? I know. But the, sometimes my words, they click up. Sometimes the gringo comes out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the Outer Worlds. And I'm, I'm, I'm slipping on the last one. My Friend Gears, My Friend Pedro. Uh, Untitled Goose Game, The Outer Lands, Outer Worlds, and there's one more that I'm forgetting. Dude, I'm blanking too. Uh, but anyway, those are some of like the, the first tale of the of the break. Um, if you want to see those on Instagram, um, but I have been playing Link's Awakening, which is awesome, and mm-hmm. I totally get. Um, like from the previous episode, Michael was like, "You got to get the monkey a banana, or you got to get him a can, and you got to move <laughs> around." And I get it. I feel your pain. Uh, but that's really fun. It looks beautiful, and you know the puzzles are awesome. Super cool, like layout of how they did it. So I'm gonna try to wrap that up. And I got um, my girlfriend got me uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, which and you have it on console, so I do. Let's talk about it. It's well, I don't want to like really hate the game. Like mm. the game is amazing. I love it. Like everything about it is a lot of fun. Like you have to get your skill points. You have to you know, explore this like 
the Jedi's are like dead. So like technically dead. Spoilers. Oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> what is Spoiler the game? Alert. What's the timeline for this game? You know, I have no idea. It's it's uh I think five years after Revenge of the Sith. So it's like still pretty early Empire taking over. Yeah, they they uh, in the level I just got into the second planet, they bring up the Empire or whatever. Um but yeah, you get it's a just it's like exploring as a Jedi pretty much and fighting animals and stuff and ranking up your skills yeah. and it's a lot of fun. But yeah, there's you know, we all know that the rendering has been in the news. Yeah. That it's kind of rough. It's, it's but pretty buggy, but it doesn't take away from how good the game is. You know, I haven't made it that far yet, but I'm definitely gonna keep playing. You know, I gotta keep customizing my poncho, you know. It's like one thing <laughs> Yo, you can stop. Find, like your loot crates <laughs> and get ponchos. We rock the poncho in this game. One thing cool about that too is you can customize your own lightsaber too. Yes, that's I've dope. S- I've seen that. Um, I think I have uh, the traditional. I think I have Luke's lightsaber from Return of the Jedi, the green one. Okay. I put that one together, yeah. and I'm rolling with it because who doesn't like that lightsaber? I mean, I, I'd go. I flex with the purple, but I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta stick with my boy Mace. I wish they would have given. Well, I don't have a choice because you have to find these pieces and put it together. So. Maybe when I get a different color, maybe get red. Fire I mean, up. the dark side, it opens <laughs> up a path of mysterious and mysterious powers, man. Why does the good guy have a red lightsaber? <laughs> maybe he's not that good. He's got problems. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, I've got Gears, not Gears, uh, God of War also on deck. You've never played that? I never played. I've played it, but I never went through it. Boy. Remember, I came late to the game. Literally, boy. I came late to the game for the PS4. Yeah. And uh, it was a Christmas gift, so about to unwrap that soon. The queue's building up again, not by choice, but it's great. Dude, can't dude. complain. 2020, I think we all need to make an oath that we're going we're gonna to dig through our queue. Dig the queue and kind of start putting some of these games down. Yeah. But see, like, uh, I still ha- want to do so much. There's, like, not enough time in the day. You just got to quit your job, man. I should. <laughs> Council voice and the network gonna be the main priority. <laughs> if I could tag back in, I thought of another game I played over at break. All right, Mikey B Part Two. Yes. Uh, the, the other game I've been playing over at break on the train rides is uh, Super Mario U, Mario Deluxe U. Oh, nice. It's it's a, a side scrolling one. It's right? a side scrolling game uh, for the Switch. Okay. Did you beat that? I'm not familiar with this at all. I think we played it. We have played it over one of our. From the, the archives, the, from the ar- archives. From the archives of one of our screams. It's a 2D side-scrolling Mario. You could play as like Toad, Luigi, Toad. Oh, Hatch. yeah, I was trash at that game. Now I remember. <laughs> Yo, F that game, dude. I hated it. I was bad at it. <laughs> but what? Yes, I did beat the game Mario and Luigi, but there's also another section called Challenges. Oh, cool. Which I really like, and I really think if they took this challenge mode and put it on mobile phone, like put it on like the mobile phone instead of what they did with Super Mario Run, Run I think this would have been the game that Mario, like troop, like Mario fans would really would like. Oh, nice! So in, there's one section in Challenge Mode where it's timed. So you have like it's and it's set up so perfectly for mobile because there's if you beat it in like 60 seconds you get a bronze medal. If you beat it in 45 seconds you get silver. If you beat it in 30 seconds you get gold. Oh, it so sounds exactly like it. It, it follows exactly yeah. like the three star system, and it's like all is an obstacle course. So you have to like. You always start off as small Mario. There's no power-ups, mm-hmm. and you have to avoid all the obstacles. So 
piranha plants, fire, flames. Sometimes there's swimming levels. Sometimes there's sometimes you're the penguin, so there's ice base level. Mm-hmm. So there's these like really complex, hard obstacle courses that you have to beat under under a certain time. That's awesome. And I really, it's really fun. It's really like a nice like hidden aspect of the game. So after you beat the main campaign of both characters, you could play these challenges. And yeah. I'll, and when I'm playing these challenges, I'm thinking if this was Super Mario Run. I think people would have been a little bit more generous with their opinion on that. They might have. Super Mario Run cut you off after like one world, didn't it? Just because you had to pay for it. It's true. Something like that. Yeah. Dude, speaking of like Nintendo mobile games, I got to hop into Mario uh, Kart Tour again at some point. I forgot about that. Apparently, they're they're like beta testing the uh, multiplayer. I think that would be a good time to hop back in. We should do like an in memoriam with the 2019 games that we forgot all about. Bro, Mario how are we going to remember? We forgot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So now getting into the news, fellas. We had some time off. So there was a couple things circulating on the internet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's start off with the first item. The PS5 logo. <laughs> Let me get some initial thoughts. I'm good with it. You like it? As a designer and as a com- like working with like a big brand like that, you kind of have to follow brand protocol and brand procedures and brand standards. Mm-hmm. And like the PS5 logo, which was which is riffing, riffing off the PS2 logo, is already kind of established in like the general contents of like the consumer. Mm-hmm. So I understand like their idea of playing it really safe and by just switching out the two for the five mm-hmm. and still sticking with that like that thin line. Uh, design so mm-hmm. on that point I'm for it check what about you uh, here's the thing I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you Michael like it it makes sense to me it's just kind of funny that they did a reveal for just that <laughs> yeah. um, and it's even funnier that since we're both designers and like we work in this field you know that there was a meeting after meeting about this logo proofs and concepts like there was proof there was like this went through the ringer and like I just want to be a fly on that wall for all those meetings be like someone presented it's like oh yeah it's pretty much the same thing but um dude it, it it works it's iconic like people recognize this as the PlayStation brand so like just deviating from that would be weird and I mean we can even look back at like the Xbox logos they're pretty much the same as well the only one that's like doing a whole lot of different things is Nintendo but that's typical Nintendo because they're always, you know, everywhere. They're they're just doing their own thing. Like Nintendo's in their own lane and they're it's hard to like really bring them up in conversations like this just because it's I mean, they do their own thing and it works for them. Like but yeah, PS5 logo is it's cool. Like, my biggest thing is like why is this even like a big deal? That was my thing cuz yeah. that, that was exactly what I was like expecting. Like I would expect them like they they released this at CES. I thought we were gonna get like an actual rendering of it instead of like the the concepts that we've seen flown around the internet for like the past couple months. You mean like the uh, the U the 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 horseshoe the vacuum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just said that like the day the Xbox got revealed. We just had those memes on deck. It was good times. All right, man. so PS Five, nothing too crazy. Yeah, it's meh, not worth. You know the time and space. Of yeah, we'll, we'll we'll roast it later. I mean, there will be, there'll be jokes, man. Next up, 
Speaking of reveals, Alienware, new console. And that's something to talk about. Um, I mean, there's there's like it's a PC that is, for all extents of re- like reasons from looks and just concept, it's a Switch. Like they've completely ripped off the idea, but exactly it looks like I know this is just like a proof of concept. So like we may never actually see this, but the fact that it exists and that it can actually play games like it's interesting because we know that we'll never get something this powerful from um, Nintendo. Like that's just that's not their wheelhouse. And dude, it's cool. It, It looked massive. It looked powerful. I'm just curious, like what that like how hot it gets and what that fan is like because i'm sure that that thing was running or the price tag on that bad boy oh that's co- that's costing you easy a couple thousand yeah that's my thing i was like this is awesome but that's like two thousand up easy yeah easy man just to even get like a decent you know render from it you know what i'm saying i i you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of like if you did a fusion between switch and xbox because it's got like kind of like that chunky look to it, mm-hmm. but it's a switch. Dude, it did remind me of like the original Xbox that like chunky controller. Yeah, like those hard corners, dude. Yep. Kind of yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Well, I was 100% for it. I think this is great. It really it, it's the Switch Pro that I would always would want. It's, it's it, it it could play like high-end games. Plus, you could plus you could uh, connect it to your television. So for all for all purposes, I think this would be like my ideal console, minus that it costs two thousand dollars. Yeah. So if it, if the if it gets priced properly, I think this would be. I would probably become. I could become a PC gamer based on that. It's portable. On that's the question: is how portable it is because it did look pretty large. What's that battery life though? Plus the battery life. So that's like my two big, so it'd be price, how portable it is in battery life, and if those could get within the range of what the current Switch is doing, with the ability of being, with the ability of me playing like the bevy of PC games that are out there, with the ability to also connect it to a TV, it's pretty, it's it's a pretty powerful uh, combination of things that I'm looking for when I'm thinking about buying a mobile device or a gaming device in general. Pretty wild. Speaking of new consoles, Rumors of the Switch Pro dropping this year. What are we thinking it could be? And what about a price tag? I I think if it if if this is actually gonna happen, it's gonna be just like the the new Nintendo 3DS. It's gonna be like that just incremental just just leap. But um I can't see them like pricing this thing for like like much more than the base switch, like I couldn't even see it being like five hundred. I, I think, because what what's the what's the, the current switch go for? It's like three hundred, four hundred, two uh, two ninety nine for the base switch and mm. one ninety nine for the switch lights. I think four hundred, just because like I, I I don't see them updating it that much. Like we already got battery new like better battery life with the refresh of the switch that uh, at the tail end of last year. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing that they could do is upgrade the screen and maybe like add a little bit more processing power. Um, yeah, I was thinking bigger screen, yeah. uh, more update to the controllers, and um, big screen controllers, and yeah, just rendering. It's probably yeah, a so nicer. like four hundred, maybe five hundred. Like I, I think they've really 
hit that sweet spot with with the with the price. Yeah. Says the man that still has not bought a switch, but <clears throat> you know, twenty twenty AD gets a switch. Twenty twenty twenty. This is the year. What do you think, Michael? I'm just disappointed, really. Really? Hmm. In all these rumors, because I don't think they're. They're never gonna live up to what I would want the Switch Pro to be, which is the Alienware. Which is the Alienware. <laughs> <laughs> Alienware just just put that on the universe. He's like, "Yep, that's what I want now." Because like the Switch is so far behind graphically. Yeah. And with the new console generation coming up, like right now, you could say Switch is cool, is within a range of a PlayStation Four and a PlayStation and, and an Xbox One. But when that next generation hits, they're going to be so far behind. Yeah. That like to get up, to, that it's going to be very hard for them to like catch up, yeah. and ha- get any third party support. This is so true. the end of the, so with so with the next generation happening, it's going to be the end of any third party support. Like we're all wiling out, or a lot of people wiling out because the witch. You could play The Witcher Three on the Switch. You could play you could play Skyrim on the Switch. You could play Wolfenstein on the Switch, which are all games that you could currently play on. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. When that next generation hits, that's not going to happen anymore. And Nintendo is very keen on making it a comfortable price point for families, which which was Albert's point of being no more than $400. So it's going to be really hard to get a 4K capable device in that small package and be under $400. So, so it's going to be closer to what you're saying, like a better screen, maybe it could run... Link's Awakening without chugging, which it currently does. So it's going to like, it'll benefit Nintendo games, but won't benefit third party games. But I think the pros are pro anything Xbox, PlayStation. Like, I think those are aimed for like the hardcore people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, your families are still going to stick to the base models. It's like, why do I need this? You know what I mean? But for us that, you know, really take games seriously, like, it could be a better thing, you know, if mm-hmm. you're going to pay more to like render games. But the Switch games don't demand a lot for. I'm, I'm, like you brought up a good point. Like, what does the hardcore Nintendo gamer want? I don't like. I don't think Nintendo players really care about like the heavier graphics. Like, Nintendo gets their bread and butter just because they have great first party games. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're very stylized, so they don't need the best graphics. Like. Uh, Breath of the Wild, that game is gorgeous, and it's not that graphically demanding. But like, you can put that up against like a lot of the heavy hitters on like PlayStation and, and Xbox, and it it'll still shine. Yeah, so that's like the thing is like, what that's the 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 main topic, the main point of that is like, what do hardcore Nintendo gamers really want? Yeah, and I think if they can try to figure that out, then I think they'll succeed. Mm-hmm. All right, speaking of Switch. The news of the pretty much the month, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, and we're halfway through, but dude, like, uh, it's b- this has been a heavy topic for like the past couple of months because of all the controversy. Yeah, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon's got a lot of news. Pokemon, Nintendo did the direct, the treehouse. It yes. was Pokemon tailored, um, and we got some pretty cool news. And we got Sword and Shield DLC, which includes um, two new islands. Yes, it's like the Isle of Armor. And like another like cosmic temple thing, I, I forgot the name. Yes. My bad. And then you get two new rivals as well. Rivals and new Pokemon too, which is awesome. Which I think how, is like how many new Pokemon? A lot. Two hundred. A lot. So, <laughs> I, I 
I'll I'll let you finish explaining like what this all entails, but like this is all interesting. New Pokemon, new legendaries, a new map. Uh, the DLC, I believe, um, it's split up into two segments. We have one dropping in the the first half of the year, and the other ones in the second half. Um, but yeah, it just adds more to your exploring, which I'm super for. And two hundred more Pokemon is absurd. Yeah, on that, on top of the four hundred. So that I think that like really kind of lets uh, everybody know, like, yeah, we know what we're doing. It's like, yeah, you wanted the original, like all of them, but we've got a bigger plan. So, mm-hmm. Pokemon DLC, I'm here for it. Um, what do you guys think? So I think that I mean I I've been online, I've been on Twitter, just kind of you know getting a temp check of the situation. A lot of Nintendo fans still aren't pleased. Um, also, I think it's half of Nintendo and the Pokemon company's fault just because this direct wasn't so direct. Um, because they made it seem like you needed to buy the DLC to get access to those 200 Pokemon, but that's not the case. Like, that's just a free update. Like, anyone, like, if you have those Pokemon in, like, your Pokemon bank or whatever, you can add them into your game. Or if someone would trade you those Pokemon, you can get access to them. Um, you don't need the DLC for it, but yeah, um, I think that this is interesting just because Pokemon has always had the model of you get the first two games and then you either get the third or then like a remake of the original two. And I think this is more value because it's one, you're not paying for a full on new game i think what the dlc is like what 30 bucks i think so yeah and and the original game was 60 um i mean i'll I'll leave it at this say what you will about you know game freak and and how you feel about them like i think that i think pokemon is bigger than game freak at this point i think that the the pokemon company is not so dedicated to the games like pokemon is a bigger brand than that they care about selling other merchandise so i don't think game freak has that many resources should we you know give them a pass for you know quote unquote lazy game making probably not i think that we these are conversations that should be had but i think that a lot of the fans are a little bit fever pitched and they need to relax yeah, dude, six hundred Pokemon. Yeah, like this, not happy yet. From from what I saw, like the new rivals, they look dope. the The new environments also look dope, especially like the 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 frozen one mm-hmm. that looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and some of the new legendaries look really cool. The Galarian forms of the original legendary like birds, awesome dog. Those look fire, and I, I hear there's gonna be new uh, Regice yeah. forms as well. So. There's a lot of love from this. Hopefully, you know, Pokemon fans get something out of it. But which, if you saw like in the the trailer of it, we did see an updated version of Blastoise and Venusaur too. So if you're not happy yet, get over it. I mean, I'll say this: if you're not happy, there's um, there's an indie game. I think it's like Teamus or something like that. I saw that. Um, the bootleg Pokemon. Yeah, it's bootleg Pokemon, MMO style. It's Go hop on that, support that. There's 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 other options out there. Michael, what do you think about Pokemon DLC? Would that make you buy the game? Knowing that you have now expanded worlds. No. No. <laughs> 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 <'Cause>, 
I, I, I knew right away when I said that, I was like, this isn't enough to sell Michael on Pokemon yet. It's the gameplay, I think, that is uh, that turns me off about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That it's a little too simple. Yeah, you don't you don't like the childish form of Monster yeah, Hunter. It's it's <laughs> it's a little it's it's super old school in the RPG. Like mm-hmm. it, yes. Like once once you get into like the higher level, like later later game, like you actually have to imply a, employ a little bit of strategy. But let's be real. Like in the earlier it's, game, you just pick your strongest move and you can like like bulldoze through through gems with just one Pokemon for the most part. My thing I will say about that is once you start getting like you start progressing, you're you're in like this wild area. Mm -hmm. When you start the Pokemon are like kind of tailored to you being like weak. Mm -hmm. But once you progress everything updates. So all the Pokemon that you do find in the wild area are like level sixty. So it does become challenging that way. Mm And then there's also like a battle tower. So if you really want to try to test your strategies and like all that stuff, you go there and select your team with like the best potential moves and kind of rank up that way. But as far as like the story goes, it's like very simple. Yeah, I can agree with that. Pokemon Home, another update. Uh, It's the Pokemon Bank pretty much. Yeah. Nothing too crazy there. You guys want to touch on it? It's cool. You can bring your Pokemon from other games. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like they announced it, but it already exists, sort of yeah. thing. So it's like you just moved it over. I but mean, they, was that with Pokemon Go too? You can transfer your Pokemon from Pokemon Go to other games. Yes, it's a little bit of a convoluted, you know. Yeah, you know, step or whatever. You get your Pokemon. Yeah, it's cool. Meh. Um, and then they their final announcement was Pokemon Rescue Dungeon Rescue Team DX, the longest name ever. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but, some Kingdom Hearts game would rival that, but fuck yeah, oh brother! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, we talked off mic about this. This game, it's got like a whole different feel to like the traditional Pokemon game. Yeah. Um, me personally, not super sold on it. Never played it for the DS. I Ooh. played parts of one. It's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, they're 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 chill games. And then the art style of this one is like kind of water painty. It just yeah. it looks. It looks good. It looks relaxing. That's probably like the one thing I liked the most was the art style to it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is uh Oh, I'm for this one. That's because it's a different gameplay. Yeah. Like I'm not like against like the Pokemon world or the characters. It's more of like how they're placed in the games. Gotcha. Like I was fine with I was I'm, I enjoyed Pokemon Snap. I enjoyed Pokemon Puzzle League. So it's all about like how the Pokemon characters are in, implemented into the whatever video game genre. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say this since like you're much more of a narrative person. Yes, the stories in the the dungeon games kind of better. Like the stories in in the mainline games, they're cool. I think the last one that was really really interesting was like Pokemon X and Y. Um, but yeah, I, I think you'll you'd like the narrative um in, in dungeon games. I don't know much about this new one, but like if it if it lives up to the past games, I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah, there's a the demo is available right now, so you could test it out on your Switch. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll we'll hear about it soon. We'll go get that. Yeah, cut the podcast right now. We gotta go play. See ya. Episode's over. It's short <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Psych. We still have more episode left. You thought you thought we were leaving, <laughs> but we ain't going nowhere. Yes. Twenty twenty yes. is here, fellas. Brand new year, which means brand new games. 
let's get into what we're looking forward to this year. This is like the montage section where it's like a bunch of like, you know, like IGN does it. <laughs> nah, dude, because there's, dude, there's a, already we know that there's like a lot, a lot coming out this year. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped. So I've got a, a list of a couple games that I'm super hyped about. Mikey B's got a minor a list also. Mm-hmm. I also almost said minor list, but it's like the same length. Yeah. And I got a curveball. And AD come AD Love coming through with a curveball for yes, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. All right, I'm gonna get it started. Uh, here are some of the games I'm looking forward to. Uh, Kakarot that's dropping next week. Oh, I'm dang. super into Dragon Ball Z, so I'm kind of excited. Did you for this pre-order game. where you get the statue? No, coward. Coward, 2020, we we pre-order in limited edition and we getting statues. Don't be a broke boy. I still got time. <laughs> I still got like a couple days to see. Yo, re up, re up, get that statue. I'm saying. I, I mean, don't tell your girl because she's gonna slap you in the face if no. she sees that you spent like two hundred dollars. I think but. she left, but I don't know if she'll hear this. <laughs> <laughs> tell her to skip this episode. Yeah, just not sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it just because I like Dragon Ball Z. This is kind of playing out through that story, so I'm pretty hyped. And you know, the gameplay I'm not like super thrilled about because it's like that 3D fighting, like Jump Force. Mm. But I'm willing to give it a go because we have progressed in video games and consoles. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, that is next week, and then uh, Godfall. This is going to be super brief because we don't know that much about it. PS5 looks awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that like they're not even 30 second trailer from yeah. Game Awards looked sold cool. Um, then I've got uh, Halo Infinite. You think that's gonna drop this year? I think it has to drop with the console. True, true. I agree 100%. That's a console seller, it has to be it. Like, what was the game that they the Xbox exclusive that they stole from PlayStation? Yeah, from PlayStation. Uh, Hellblade, Hellblade. Yeah, I don't think that holds the weight no that's that's not a console seller and like i i doubt that they 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 have that ready for for this year either i think that was just a little ooh, wow but yeah if they get halo infinite game on um those are some now we have one in common that we'll get to after mikey b runs through his list Will I talk about The Last of Us? Certainly, because it's a, another episode of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes. <laughs> yeah. So definitely my most hyped game of 2020 is Last of Us Part 2. So you get to continue your journey with Ellie. And that's, there's not a lot known about the game besides that you continue your journey with Ellie. It's set a few years in the future, and you know Joel is alive, and he plays a role in the game. Yeah. She seems to be sad. She was playing guitar in the trailer. Who knows, man? Yeah. Another game I'm really looking forward to is Ubisoft's take on Breath of the Wild by Zelda. Uh, Breath of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. They have their own take on it called Gods and Monsters. Okay. Also, not a lot of known about it, but the vibes are definitely. Hey, that Breath of the Wild game was real popular. Can <laughs> we make out. our? Can we uh, Ubisoft this and make it our own little new franchise? Yeah. So I'm super sorry about that. It's coming off for Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. So anytime. A Switch gets a third-party exclusive. And That's a U- blessing. It's a blessing, and Ubisoft really seems to care about Nintendo and really takes their time to make it suitable for the console. And my last game is Persona 5 Scramble. I have zero familiarity with Persona 5 and Persona 5 in general, but it's on the Switch, and it's going to be good, I hope. 
I'm hoping that this I'm is ho- the bump that gets you addicted so you dive into the Persona franchise because... I'm hoping that this... Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Good. I'm hoping that this is my gateway drug to into, into the Persona 5 I'm universe. trying to be your pusher, dude. Like, yo, you like this? All I really know about this game that it's... Uh, if you ever play any Dinosaur Dynasty Warriors games or Hyrule Warriors, so it's one of those like Mishu, you versus 100 guys on the mm-hmm. screen, you beat them up, so it's like a super 100, like 101 beat them up game. And I heard that they're they are trying to wrap a good narrative around this game, so it's not just like okay, it's not just like this. The gameplay is just very similar, so they're trying to wrap some of that magical Persona Five narrative around it. So because of that, those two combinations, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. And the one game that Michael and I both had on our list is the Avengers game. I'm a Marvel fanboy, so you know, obviously, I'm super hyped about it. <laughs> hey, that um, DC trailer looked pretty good for Bird to Prey. They look better. <laughs> I don't know. Got out the soundboard. <laughs> Yo, uh, I'm just going to wait till it comes out. I'll give it a go and watch it in the theater, but I don't know about all that. Anyway, back to the Avengers. So, yeah, uh, we've been getting a lot of like kind of like gameplay through this, through each characters. We've seen kind of what's going on and trying to figure out like what they're trying to do aims involved and so is miss marvel uh the gameplay looks pretty cool and i wonder how they can kind of expand the universe because they did say that there's gonna be dlc with more, more characters, characters yeah. so i'm hyped for it um it's not going to be on the next gen consoles so i think it comes out in may so yeah, it's probably going like to start with the originals but i mean if it's good enough maybe it's worth a cop on the new next gen so michael you've got what do you think Oh, I'm very high for this game. I read a Game Informer, Game Informer article about it and it kind of expanded a little bit more about how the game actually is being played. So you do, you do get to play as Captain America, Iron Man, and Hulk in different scenarios. But what's interesting, there seems to be seem to they seem they are seem to be they're bringing a, a open world aspect to the game a little bit, and it, and how they explain the open world aspect kind of reminded me of Watch Dogs. Where you could go into different sections and different sections you have like different different types of missions that you're able to uh, conquer or task or t- uh, take in. So with with that aspect, with the ability that this game is created by uh, the people that made the Tomb Raider trilogies, which I'm a big fan of, and they also made uh, Deus Ex games, which are super fun to play. So with with the pedigree, with Marvel kind of taking a more hands-on approach to their games, and with all those combined, I feel like it's it could be this could be a winner for Marvel and for Marvel games. Yeah, pretty hyped about it. I'm just excited just because Kamala Khan is is the main character. Like she's really pushing the uh, the narrative forward. Which I mean, I I love Miss Marvel. Like I, I have a couple of her. I like I, I have I I love her comic series that she that she's in, but. Yeah, it, it. I I really hope that this game it, it, it does well. I still stand by like <laughs> the character designs are kind of ugly, but even um, after the update, they updated them. Uh still a little bit <laughs> on, on the ugly side for me. But um, Man, they ugly. <laughs> the thing is, like I I feel like they're at a they're at a loss just because like like they're they're in a lose lose situation because they're using Avengers that have been on screen for the past like what it's been 10 years and people expect even myself like i've kind of just 
thought that the characters look like this and the, they're just slightly off where it's just like a little bit uncanny and it's just like what's going on that's not Robert Downey Jr. yeah and I mean yeah it, it, it's something that like it's not a if, if that's really a game breaker or deal breaker for you to, to play the game alright I guess but yeah I mean, yeah, I'll probably check it out. I didn't think about that. And it's going to be a big year for Miss Marvel, too, because isn't her show coming out next year? Or is that 2021? I don't know. I don't know, but she's big yeah. these days. Hey, D, curveball. All right, my curveball. I cannot pick one single game that I'm super hyped for, but I'm excited for what Microsoft is doing. This year might be the year that I switch. Just because what they're doing for the gaming ecosystem is insane like i think that what they're trying to do with making games so accessible is insane like um i think it was recently this week that they um announced some new news that they're not gonna have exclusives to the xbox series x for like the first year and what that means is all of like the first party games you can play on series x you can play on the xbox one like and then that also means if you have the Game Pass, you can play them as well. So, like, Microsoft really is, like, they don't care where you're playing games. They just want you to play games. And I think it's a smart approach just because we've talked about this before. They they lost this console generation. They got beat up, bruised up, battered. It is what it is. But I think that their approach to, like, really making this more than just a box that's in your room they they want you to like live and breathe this band brand that they they're they're building it's super interesting like yes there will be exclusives and they will pit up against um you know playstation and nintendo but they're smart about it is like they don't want to alienate the people that you know just bought the xbox one s like they're like, no, 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 no. You're still a part of this. Like, you can play the games, but like, if at, at any point that you want to, you know, have the better experience, go ahead, get the get the Series X. And I think that's a smart move for them trying to compete against PlayStation because PlayStation right now they have exclusives that would kick the teeth into like most Microsoft games besides like Halo, and Halo really has to hit the mark because Halo Five didn't do as well as the other ones but yeah dude it's it's exciting i'm excited i think xbox is kind of playing the long game where like let's say if ps5 comes out drops out like all their kind of like heavy hitters mm-hmm. and then then what and then xbox kind of is just like all right do what you got to do everyone's still welcome to the party come on in now once everybody's kind of situated you drop that heat on them dude. bam bam Bam. And like we all know that they acquired quite a few studios last year. So like they are likely to come out with some fire. Like they're just working on it like really really getting it good. Like they're it seems like they're not rushing anything. Like they're they're thinking like you said, they're thinking of a long game. And I also forgot to include they also have XCloud coming into the park. So you have XCloud, you can play that way. You have Game Pass which you can play on your PC, Xbox. And I think there was rumors of like the game pass coming to like uh, the switch as well. Something mm-hmm. like that. Like I know there was a collaboration between Xbox and uh, Nintendo coming and then you have the Xbox one, you had the Xbox series X. 
So you can play this pretty much anywhere, dude. Like they're gonna dominate. Like I'm I'm really excited to see see what's gonna be coming from from all that. I wonder if like if this information will kind of like sway PlayStation to kind of think things through and maybe like they're gonna come out with something else, kind of like not necessarily like a mobile streaming service, but maybe they're gonna introduce their Game Pass well, heavier. Dude, their stream streaming is gonna infiltrate all of gaming. Like I, I think that's the next step. Like we got our Stadia's, we got our X Cloud. I'm sure PlayStation will come out with something. Nintendo, that's up in the air, but. If you hate it as a gamer, you're gonna have to swallow that pill. Just don't buy it, but it's gonna it's gonna be a thing because let's be honest, subscription services make companies a lot of money. And as much as we hate to talk about money because it's such a taboo thing, at the end of the day, yeah, people are doing this because they love games, but they also trying to make paid. Yeah. So maybe we'll get Metroid this year for Nintendo. Or Breath of the Wild too. That was a rumor with the uh Switch Pro that the Switch Pro would drop and Breath of the Wild 2 would drop at the same time so it would be that would be awesome it would be like the reason you would want to buy a Switch Pro is to be able to play Breath of the Wild 2 at like the best capabilities or Luigi's Odyssey there you go shout out to Luigi Luigi he had a big year man I'm telling you now give this man Waluigi a game he's or give Wario give Wario a proper game yeah that would be good that'd be awesome it's been a while I wonder if they're gonna make another Mario game this year they have like the mario and sonic but that's kind of like meh but Mm -hmm. odyssey came out a long time ago i'm thinking if they can do anything they're probably gonna remake soccer no they're probably gonna remaster the wii u game super mario 3d world oh because not like because not a lot of people bought the wii u and people people really were pretty hyped on the game when it came out i almost bought that game for the ds because it looked really cool. Yeah, there's a yeah for the DS it's 3D land, and for the Wii U it's 3D world. So they actually could probably combine both of those games and make it into one and, and sell it to us, and we would be like, oh great, a new you, game Mario game. You know where Nintendo could just come out of nowhere is if they introduce a Game Pass where you could kind of play. You know, I don't. I think just the discussion that this bled into is just Xbox. It's changing the game, but um, but seriously, like they're <laughs> they're seriously um. They're introducing a lot of usability where, you know, games are going to be able to be accessible to anyone, no matter how you play. And as long as we don't get another Tetris game. Yeah, uh, that's right. I'm bringing it back. (laughs) Yo, relax. Get that shit out of here. Sorry, Albert's mom. (laughs) Um, So, fellas. That is a wrap on episode one of season two, episode 18. We are here starting fresh, man. New year, ready to rumble. You could say that there's a 2020 vision. True. You've heard that a million times already for this for this new year, new decade. New decade, new year, 2020 vision. The council boys are back. And as usual, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At the Gaming Console Podcast. Uh, in, that's in Facebook, too. Yeah. Um, I haven't done this in so long. Um, Twitter, at the Gaming Counts one Yes. Check us out. Pretty active there. Interact with us. Talk to us. We're constantly yeah. on there and trying to, you know, make better content for you guys. Yeah. Like, this year, I think we really want to 
plus the fact that like we we can't do this by ourselves. I think last year starting this off, like it was like all three of us coming together because like we we love games, we love talking about them, and we wanted to share this with everyone. But yeah, like we really want to weave everyone that's listening or interacting with us a little bit more into into the pod. So yeah, you're right. Like we can't do this by ourselves, and you know we're not the only ones that love video games and, you know, being able to kind of have our take on it just, it just shows you that, you know, we can try to expand the community together with a bunch of other people as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So if you see some people on our Instagram, check them out too. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we've shouted out some people before, but like we gotta, we gotta shout out to someone like the people that are day ones. Day ones. Um, definitely the gals from uh, Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Those ladies rock. If you like, I think that we're the gaming industry and the gaming space. It's it's kind of male dominated. Yep. But uh, these these ladies are not only funny, they also have a great podcast with some great opinions. So definitely check them out. Um, then we got our homies from Screen Looking. That we will forever have a vendetta against because of their croc take, but you know it's whatever. You know we love them regardless. Um, and yeah, then we have our 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 friends from the Gamified podcast, which you know send them some prayers, some thoughts, just because they are in Australia. So I know that if you've been paying attention to the news, there's a lot going on with the brush fires, which is very serious, and we. We hope the best is is you know going down with them just because it's a scary situation, but um yeah dude like we're we're grateful for all the people that we've uh, interacted with like there's there's a lot of love to spread you know ad this year we're starting out with we're starting with love we're starting with love ad love section and you know go check them out too that everybody works hard to yeah. get content for everybody so um and then for us. Uh, everything podcast related at the at gamingconsolepod.com. Fellas, I have been joined with the homies, the council boys, AD Love. You know, we're starting with Love 2020. Mikey B. You have an ex NBA player Twitter account, and magic will happen. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Josh, and we are out. Peace. Peace.